600, or not 600, good God, 469. I'm Sean. I'm Nancy. And this is the only podcast that says... For the record, I'm not a vagrant. I'm a hobo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a... Uh... You hobo. <laughs> well, I started watching Reacher. That's from Reacher. Yeah, you're looking at me like I knew what that was. I didn't think you would. I was in there for two seconds the one time. I, I understand that. I know you're not watching it, but mm-hmm. I'm watching mm-hmm. it. There's a line from that I thought was kind of funny. So explain to me, what's the difference between a vagrant and a hobo? <laughs> oh, a hobo, you know, travels the land. <clears throat> okay. Or like a vagrant is like a homeless person in just one place. Like a hobo, like... They have nothing, but yet they're still like 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 hobos would be like like the guys who like were jumping on like train cars back in like the oh with the stick and the yeah, little yeah, um, yeah, bandana little, wrapped yeah, on yeah. yeah that was a hobo okay or, so what's a vagabond now I, I wasn't prepared for that <laughs> question I'm sorry well you know the Metallica song yeah I understand that but I just I'm I, you're gonna ask you to define that and I don't have a legit definition for you. I'm sorry. I can Mr. G it later. Yeah. <clears throat> Good old Google. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that a lot around here. You have, you have to say hey and then say Google. Right. You know, to activate our, our NSA listening devices. That's why I always say hey Mr. G right. when I'm explaining it. This is right. Something. But if I'm on the phone with Christine, yeah, and I say, "Hey Google," hers will pick it up. Well, ours just did. But I didn't say nothing for it. <laughs> there he goes. He's... <laughs> you, neither of us have that requested. No. But there he is, and providing some, a service. Sometimes I don't get information I do request. <laughs> so works both ways. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so how, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm alive. Woo-hoo. <laughs> how Ian, are you? <laughs> I am fine. Ian is sick, apparently. Yeah. He, 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 he texted me. He texted me yesterday. He's like, funny. He's like, he texted me yesterday. He's like, hey, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Ellie's got a recital this weekend. She got a recital. I was going to say, when's that different from any yeah. other? <laughs> I, yeah. I was expecting him to be like, you know, 10, 11. He's like, yeah, how about house 9 feel for you? I'm like, Nine's great. That's our normal time. Uh, but then he texted me, like, at 7 o'clock. Like, you know, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm sick as a dog. He does not have Uncle COVID. Mm-hmm. He, ha- he has given himself a, a self-administered test. Um, Is that the same test we have? We no, I think, he, I, I think he, he, he got good tests. Not, Probably. Yeah. Hey, hey, I got those in the mail. I know you did. For free. Yeah, it says right on it, it's not yeah. a COVID test. Yeah. This is not to, what does it say? The, this is not an accurate COVID test. Yeah. I'm like, then what the hell are you, why did you ask me to send? If you're relying yeah. on this test, don't. <laughs> yeah. It literally says that on the box. Right I want to know what it does detect. Yeah. Because apparently nothing. So, I, and I'm afraid to it's, throw them away. It's just a home <laughs> pregnancy test. <laughs> well, yeah, that don't... <laughs> Throw them away because yeah. they'll never be useful, useful in this hospital. So, <laughs> um, no. So Ian, but Ian, uh, but Ian is sick, and so he couldn't be on the show. But so you guys couldn't even Skype it. He, 
He was that he had been sleeping all day. He must not be feeling good then. No. Because Ian is a man of action. Like, for those who don't know... Like, uh, apparently I, not. You need to reset your computer. I did. This is unbelievable. So we had a great conversation that I'm sure you missed about Ian and a few other things. But Ian is sick for the case... I don't know. The computer's acting goofy, and I'm very concerned about it. But anyway, Ian is sick. He's out. Uh, so Nancy has been kind enough to step in and uh, enjoy me on this grand adventure today. <laughs> and Sabine, our cat, is wound up tighter than a drum right now. She is flying around the house. Oh, my gosh. She... That was funny. <laughs> She's so silly. She is silly. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll probably be giggling for the next hour and a half if this keeps up. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Cats are so funny. Uh, cats are amusing. If anybody doesn't have a cat, get a cat. They are amusing. They will brighten your day. <laughs> I will agree And night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm a cat person. I love dogs. Mm, I, I do. do. I do love a good dog. Yep. But I am definitely a cat person. I, I do prefer a cat. We need a high five on that. High yes. five. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> dogs are too high maintenance. Oh, but they are. I love dogs. I love like, dogs. When we watch love, Oliver, I love watching I Oliver. love other people's dogs. That's the thing. I know he's going home. Right. <laughs> You bring, you, know, you have a dog, I'll pet it, I'll love on it. You know, I'll, 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 it I'll sneak it treaty, you know, I yeah, have. I will tell it it's a good boy or girl. I, I will be kind to a dog, but at the end of the day, that's your dog. Yeah, you got you got to go. Yeah. I do not want the responsibility of taking care of a dog, because a cat, a cat is like having like a 22-year-old in your house. It's pretty self-sufficient. All you gotta do is clean up its litter box, yeah, you, make sure it's fed. You you gotta be more specific with the twenty-two-year-old, okay? Because okay, I know several that know. Right. All right, all right. But it's relatively self-sufficient. Like you know, she doesn't need my constant attention twenty-four-seven. No. Or like dogs, like you know. You can't leave a dog home alone for more than two hours. The thing is, you got to take the dog out. Yeah, dog's got to poop. And I, I don't enjoy getting up at the crack of dawn on my days off. Right. <laughs> to take a dog out to poop. Also, I don't appreciate, I mean, depending on the size of the dog, don't get me wrong. But, you know, if you got a larger dog, I don't feel like cleaning up those logs. No. no. That's not pleasant. Yeah, Oliver is just. Oof. Yeah, he, he's dropping logs, you know. He also eats logs. <laughs> he does, yes. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, and one who wants the other with him. Yeah, like, he, you know, with dogs, I mean, their, their treats are like, you know, these fucking giant things. <laughs> he, yeah, he, depending on the size of the dog. I mean, you've got a little dog, you're giving a fucking, like, T-Rex bone. Yeah, that, a, that's what Oliver has right that, now. That is. Big Tyrannosaurus uh, yeah. Rex bone. I almost tripped over it when I was over there the other day. Yeah. That dog's something else. Yeah. Freaking love him to death, though. I just don't want him <laughs> permanently. No, not at all. Like even when we watch him, it's like, yeah, this is great, but I've just been reminded of why, why I don't, don't want, exactly. want a dog. Exactly. Every know? time I feel like wanting a dog, I watch Oliver, and then I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't. Yeah, yeah. now I remember. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's just enough time in between. Right, yeah. Yeah. At some point within the next two months, Christine's going to be like, I have a trip. Can you watch the dog? Well, in the next two months, she's also going to have Shane's dog. Yeah, Shane's dog, Max. So it would be a, two dogs a, and a cat. Was that a French bulldog? <laughs> no, um, yeah, not a bulldog. Of, uh, no, he's not a bull. Is he a bulldog? I think he's a bulldog, yeah. No, uh, not I don't a bulldog. think he's a bulldog. Uh, not a bulldog. I can't remember what the fuck he is. He's one of those dogs that has a nasal problem. He's a fucking wheezy. <laughs> He's snorting for truffles. That's yeah. what he's doing all day long, all yeah. night long. I have plenty of videos. No, he's not a bull. Now I'm going to have to think about that. I can't remember what the fuck he is. But anyway, he, 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 he yet. All I know is he's a smaller dog. He, he, snor he snores. He, he, he snorts. He ain't got no tail. Got no tail. No, face is flat. <laughs> but he's so gosh darn cute. He is adorable. I'm not oh denying God, that. He's again, so cute. But again. I'm glad to see, happy to see him, <laughs> even better to leave him. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sabine does not like him. No, not at all. <laughs> no, she don't like Oliver either. No, not a fan of Oliver either. Yeah. But she is warming up to Sylvester. They were playing together the last bit. time they were here. He yeah. was here. She's coming out of her shell with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Not for the pets. Nobody cares about our pets. No, no, no. People are like pets. Yeah. You motherfuckers. It, 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 it isn't my little rascal. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've come here for a high quality nerd chat, <laughs> and I am getting fucking pet stories. Yeah. You people can kiss my ass. Yeah, Where's it, the stop button? Yeah. And Unsubscribe. Not, and not even exotic pets. Yeah. <laughs> dogs and cats. Yeah, dogs and cats. Yeah, we didn't even throw in the bird. Yeah. Because so, there's a bird in the mix. There's a bird, yeah. Not ours. No. But, no. Uh, I once owned a ferret. Me and Ian actually owned the ferret. We had a rat. Yeah. Mice and a ton of hamsters. Yeah, no. Yeah. A, a ferret is about as exotic as I ever got. Christina. And I would love to own a ferret again. No. No. Not not as long as I live with it. Right, I understand that. No, you've put, you put your foot down on that. A ferret or anything. No. I'm done. This is it. Sabine's the last. I am done with pets. I, I can't. But, like, Christine had exotic ones. She had snakes, geckos, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Didn't they have some kind of dragon thing over there at one I point? Suck. That thing that its neck or something. They've had so <laughs> much shit. Yeah, she got it. She got a legit pet cemetery in her backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was a hamster of the week for a while there. <laughs> a bird of the week. Yeah. That was what kept dying in that house. See, Mandy is a tough bird. She is. Or he, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> My sister recently discovered that the bird might be a male after, what, that bird was born in 2003. So mm. how many, yeah. So she just recently found out it was a male. Yeah. And she corrects me every time. I'm like, oh, give me a break. So. Why, damn, how long do them damn things live? I don't know, but... I mean, that, that fucking bird has lived through so much shit. Yeah, house fire, how many moves, being frozen to death. Yeah, but I, I mean, chicky, chicky, <laughs> chicky alone, just chicky alone. Yeah. All that that smoke. But I mean, like, that when, 
that two, damn dog of hers. In 2010, when we had that blizzard and we lost power for like three days, and your mother lost power for three days too. When I went to go check on that bird, I thought for sure that bird was going to be dead. Yeah. And it was right there. Yeah. Because our fish died even though we wrapped the tank. Yeah. Yeah. All them fish. But yeah, <clears throat> she was still in there tweeting away. Yeah. <laughs> Calling her name. <clears throat> yeah, how, what's the life expectancy of a cockatiel? I have no idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently more than 20 years. Yeah. <clears throat> or maybe that's the thing that's immoral because it sure the hell wasn't yeah. chicken. <laughs> Burr's the fucking Highlander. <laughs> that's probably why he gets along with the damn cat yeah. so long. Drawing a sword. <laughs> there could be only one. <laughs> uh, you never know. Yeah. Sorry. Got a little chill there. I did. That was weird. They say when you do that, a dead person just went through you. Yeah. Yeah. Just to discuss the possible haunting of this house. Yeah, I mean, it was built in 1910. This part wasn't original, though. Right. So I don't know when this was added on. Right. So. Who knows? Somebody's trying to cross over. Yeah. Sorry, it ain't going to happen through me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You might cross under. (laughs) I don't know what what highway you're looking to take, but... Uh, something tells me the stairway to heaven is not through here. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <clears throat> yeah, I went to hell maybe, yeah. but not not the stairway to heaven. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So I watched the other day because I was just in the mood. Oh God! I watched Tron Legacy again. You know, I saw that on the TV when I. Came home from work, maybe? I don't know. I, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it because was, he came home and was surprised I, was, I wasn't working. Oh, that was Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, because I uh, was done at four. Yeah. So when I walked in the living room and I looked at the TV, I, I like did a double take because I was like... No, th- Thursday came home at night. Okay, so Thursday at night. Yeah. Yeah, I closed and yeah. opened the next day. That's right. Yeah, because you, you come in and you're like, what are you doing down here? Yeah, and I saw I saw the one guy, I can't remember who it was, on the TV, <clears throat> and I had to do a double take because I had to think for a second which one that would have been. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a good movie. I like them, yes. Like, I don't understand how that movie tanked. Like, it didn't do nearly as well as they were hoping it would do. And I don't understand, because it's like a really good movie. You mean in the theaters? Yeah. Um, like, I, mean, I it, don't know. It, it gained some life after the theater, like on DVD, and like, you know, some people like picked it up and were like, hey, this is better than we thought it was. But it's just like, it's like a, this deal of like... I, I get it, like, I, like a, a Tron fan base is probably a very niche one. A what? Niche. Niche or niche, however you Why? want to pronounce it. Oh, okay. Some niche, people pronounce it niche. niche. Please, Some people pronounce it niche. I know. I've never heard of niche. Okay. But it's a very <laughs> niche audience. And I get that aspect of it. But it's just, it, it It was such a good movie. Like, it just, it bums me out that it tanked. I mean, and if they talked about, like, well, you know, it's done well enough that maybe we'll do a sequel. And then there was talks of doing a reboot with Jared Leto and... Jared Leto still says he's doing it. 
I saw in an interview with Morbius, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm still attached to, to do a Tron movie. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, when are they going to fuck you doing that? What, what would he be in Tron? I'm guessing that they would reboot it and he would be the new Flynn. Oh. Oh. That's my guess. I'm sorry, I was confused there because you started talking about Jared Leto and my head went to yeah. Blade Runner. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Because he was in, in yeah, 2049. Yeah. yeah, so I, I don't know why. I don't right. know why. But yeah, I mean, there was there was talks of him being in a Tron movie and... I just, I, I, it bums me out because, like, I like that movie a lot and I would have loved to have seen, like, what the story would have gone to. Right. You know? I thought they were going to. Well, there, there, was talk, there was talk of it, but it was, like, it was, like, that deal of, like, it did, it did well enough and it gained a bit of a more of a following after being in theaters. That, like, there was talk, like, well, maybe we could do a sequel. Maybe we don't spend as much money on it. You know, like, it was talks of, like, doing something, but they never, like, hashed it out, and it kind of, like, went to development hell, and then they kind of re-brought it back, but, like, hey, we're not going to do a sequel to Tron Legacy, we're just going to reboot it, and hey, we're going to do a Jared Leto, because he's a flavor of the month, you know. Flavor of the freaking whole entire lifespan. Oh, for you, <laughs> yes. Yes, we understand. We all understand this. For you, yes. <laughs> but, I mean... Is he the flavor of the month because of uh, Morbius? Well, the, Which uh, apparently nobody liked except for me. <laughs> well, no, this was before Morbius. Like, this was before, even before... Um, this was, like, after Suicide Squad. And, like, you know, like, in that area where they were like, hey, yeah, we're going to do something with Jared Leto. Maybe because they saw him in Hasaguchi for those <laughs> 15 seconds. <laughs> hey, it's me, a charity. <laughs> oh. Nothing is worse than the French with the Apple TV show. I, I can't get past that. I'm like, and you know me, I'll watch yeah. him in a fucking paper sack. But that French shit going on, and I don't know if it's that. Or her dragging him down because she is such a one-note, one-tone, wishy-washy actress. I can't stand her. So I don't know if it's her or his shitty yeah, French it, accent. A, I don't know. For those who don't know, it's, it's a show about like what is it? Like, we work. Yeah. Other place yeah, it's called. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's got Jared Leto as apparently the guy who created this. Phenomenal idea that ran into the ground. Yeah. And I, Anne Hathaway plays his wife. You're not a fan of Anne Hathaway. Do they do they get married? I thought they were. I only watched the first couple episodes. I can't remember. Oh. That the one time the one episode I watched it seemed to be insinuated they were married. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, she's just blah. She reminds me of that Zoe Dashanel or whatever you like. Blah. Just. I thought you liked her in New Girl. I thought you were like, you should watch New Girl. No, that is not me. I never watched that show. Okay. She's the reason. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. It is Ian that told me that, then. It might be. What is yeah. she doing? I don't know. Have you been in the Nancy stash? Sean. 
Acting goofy over there. <laughs> Getting in the old catnip. <laughs> yeah, where is... Never mind. We'll talk that later. Sorry. Catnip's upstairs in my bedroom. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, well, I bought that big jar for Ahsoka, and I didn't yeah. know what happened to it. So I watched that, and then yesterday, I watched the... Disney Plus original movie, Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Is that a live action movie? It okay. This is the. I'm gonna tell you now. This is a. This movie is a must see for most people. Except for me. No, I'm gonna say you should probably watch it too. Mm. It's pretty entertaining. It's it's in the vein of this Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, I don't like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Wow. I did like Cool World, though. Okay. Not... Because it's like... Chipping... Like, you know, like, cartoons exist in the real world. I know what Roger Rabbit... Right. But that's... So this is the... Con, but this is part of the concept of it. Like, even to the point... Like, they even acknowledge, like... There's a scene with Roger Rabbit dancing. There was that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that did that, too. Where he was the... Uh, the kid got the ticket, went to the movie, ended up in his movie... Yeah, but that didn't have cartoons in it. Yes, it did. It had cartoon characters in it. His partner was a cartoon character. Okay, anyway. Last action hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Who you're thinking of. Yes. And that was a fucking turd. You, I'm not saying it was a good movie. I'm just right. saying they did the same thing. You walked into the precinct. It was all kinds of characters. Okay. I can't remember that because a lot of that movie has been blocked out. With good reason. But, uh... But the concept is that in the 90s, in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a, the Chippendale Rescue Ranger cartoon. Right. And they broke up. That's why they got canceled. And now it's modern day. And, you know, Dale is like, you know, he's trying to cash in on rescue rangers and going to conventions and signing autographs and stuff. Has and he hit rock bottom? Did he, like, get into drugs and alcohol? No. No, no. Okay. But, and, you know. Well, but there, it's but possible. There, but there's a caper. They end, up, they, they end up getting involved in this. It's a it's a really well, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. If you haven't seen it. But it's a really well done movie. And there's a lot of interesting stuff. And I think the best thing, the scene stealer is, and you might not remember this. Because, again, this is something that you don't, pay any attention to but when they did the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie they released the first trailer for it and the Sonic the Hedgehog that they were using was horrible mm-hmm, I remember okay and the internet revolted burned it to the ground and the movie the production company was literally like okay we'll fix it and they, they fixed it and they put in a better looking Sonic and that movie actually wasn't half bad never watched I understand never I did will. <laughs> So, in the move in in this movie, the ugly Sonic from that trailer is a character. Oh no shit! Yeah, <laughs> like cashing in on his like fifteen minutes of fame. Right, yeah. You know, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I got this show with the FBI coming up soon. And, you know, just you wait and see. Ugly Sonic's gonna hit big again. You know, oh my God. And it was like ugly Sonic. Yeah, so he's called Ugly Sonic, and it's like tremendous. And like, there are so many like little things. Like, it's a Disney Plus movie, 
and there are so many licenses that they got from other stuff that like surprised me. Like, like I'm sure they had to get permission from Paramount to use right. even the ugly Sonic. Right. You know, and like there's a at one point Stan Marsh is in a a background of a scene, and um, you know, like other characters, like o- like oddball things like in the background where you're like. Oh shit! I can't believe they got that guy. Are you, it, Batman's in the fucking movie. Wow, which you know, one? The it's the Zack Snyder version. Gotcha. It's a it's <laughs> movie is Batman versus ET. Oh my you god! Know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, I watched that. I loved ET, man. But I mean, so it, it was like this. It's like a bunch of like again, like really interesting things that like like how did you negotiate the rights for the characters to get them to be in? Yeah. In the show or in the in this movie, even for a minute, you know. But so that's fun stuff to look at, like in the background. I try to find little Easter eggs like that. But overall, like it, it was actually a fun movie. Like I enjoyed it. Like at yeah. the end of it, I was like, "This was really fucking good. I'm right. impressed." Yeah. You know, I, I went into it like, "Eh, I'll check this out. This looks somewhat." I, I saw a trailer for it. Eh, this looks interesting. Yeah. I'll give it a try, and I was blown away by how good it was. Right. I was very impressed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Highly recommended. Yeah. Highly. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It, interesting indeed. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I did. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Hmm. That's been it for me. If you want, I don't think you've watched anything interesting, have you? You're 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 on a mom run right now. I'm on a mom run, and I well, it all depends on the time of the day. If it's at night and I'm laying down for the night, it is mom. And then in the morning when I'm getting ready for work, or if I'm off, do you know, doing cleaning up my room, um, I'll put King of the Hill on. Okay. So I've been plowing through that again. Yeah. Um, but I, as I noticed earlier today, I have been neglecting the DVR apparently. Yeah. So I need to uh, start plowing through that because I noticed there's a few that have two episodes on there, yeah. and when they only show one a week, yeah, I'm a little behind. I don't want to get into that five and six behind because then I won't even watch it. Right. Except for Survivor, but I already watched that. Right. Yeah. So I gotta. A few of them are half-hour shows, so it'll go quick. Yeah. But uh, I just noticed that my stuff is starting to junk up the DVR when it's usually your stuff. Yeah. I don't like that. So, got to stop with Mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good show. Allison Jenny is just... She's an national treasure. Her and Adam Fickner, Fishner, whatever, however you want to pronounce it, they're just so good together. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times that man says, why am I marrying this woman? <laughs> but it's nice that, like, they can, like, figure each other out when right. they're complete opposites, you know? Yeah. It's a good show. It's one of those rare shows, like, I, I'm not, I'm going to compare it to, but I'm not putting up there with Roseanne, where I feel like, it, it's a closer depiction to real life of what these people are and like mm-hmm. even like the struggles that they have mm-hmm. like you know like Roseanne's 
especially as the first runner Roseanne. I mean, that was, yeah. you know, dead on. I felt like there were things in that show that were, like, straight out of my family. Right. You know. Yeah, it wasn't the Cosbys or uh, Growing Pains, for sure. No. No. <laughs> that was so fucking unrealistic. But, so, I mean, I, I, the, 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 even though it's not my favorite show, like, I, you could definitely say like, I had a connection to it, you know. Yeah. Because like, it, it was like, wow, I mean, that's, like, right out of my own family's problems. So, exactly. I can relate to this much more than I can, you know. Yeah. Fia getting kicked out of private school, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or Silver Spoons, remember that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my head. Ricky Schroeder. Why is he in my head? I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. I was not a... He was not on my wall. No. No, I no. had no Ricky Shorter on my wall. No. Sorry, Ricky. But <laughs> I did have Heather Thomas on my wall. Mm-hmm. And I tell you that because as a, tra- as a transition, as they say in the business. <laughs> oh, my God. In the biz. Heather Thomas is best known for being on one of the... Best shows of all time. Oh Fall Guy. Okay, whatever. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're talking about doing a reboot, like as a mo- as a movie. They want to reboot the Fall Guy. As a movie, not as, even a show. As a show, as a movie. Oh God, is she not? <clears throat> she's not going to be in it, is she? No, but Ryan Gosling is. What? As the Fall Guy? Yeah. Whoa. Now, for those who don't know, which apparently also would include you, the Fall Guy, was it it starred Lee Majors, Mm -hmm. and his deal was he was a stuntman, but to also subsidize his income, he was a bounty hunter. Right. So, you know, often, you know, these capers would lead to situations where they would rely on their stuntman training to create a trap for the bad guy so they can get paid as bounty hunters. Right. You know. And so there, there, apparently there, there are talks and they're trying to reboot the, the, the show as a movie starring Ryan Gosling in the Lee Majors role. He's not old enough looking. The folk guy was old. Ryan he- Gosling's still young. Lee Majors wasn't that old. And way better looking than Lee Majors. How dare you, madam? Mm. I will not have such heresy spoken in my podcast. <laughs> heresy. Heresy. Or is that heresy? <laughs> How dare you put down Lee Majors like that? Oh, please. All he has is the fall guy. He's a $6 million man. Okay. Wow. I've never been so disappointed all my life. Oh, no, I'm sure you've been disappointed way worse than before. <laughs> wow. I can guarantee you that one. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, apart from your apparent dislike for Lee Majors, um, would a, does a Fall Guy reboot with Ryan Gosling sound interesting to you? No. No? I just didn't like the Paul guy. Honestly, it had nothing to do who played him. It just... I didn't like... There was so many of those shows that were, like, so weird. 
out back then. You know, like Riptide. Yeah. Okay, that was possible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jake and the Fat Man. A- <laughs> you know what I mean? A- like, the A-team. The A-team. Yeah. Remington Steel. Like, they were so... Yeah. Uh, you had... The only ones I could watch was Miami Vice because that actually seemed like, yeah, that's cops chasing bad guys. That's what they do. And right. they get into shit. You know what I mean? Uh, Airwolf, yeah, was very unrealistic. But, you know, whatever. It was in the mix. But you, you just couldn't watch them all. You right. Know? Especially in my home Simon. when we were limited to what TV we could watch. Yeah. Simon and Simon. Oh, God. Don't get Christine started on that one. <laughs> she loves Simon and Simon. Simon and Simon and Remington Steele and the A-Team were her shows. Yeah. Miami Vice and Airwolf and 21 Jump Street was my shows. And you, you get into, like, the Dukes of Hazard, which Never all, you know. And, and then uh, Knight Rider. My dad watched Knight Rider, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there was so much of that back then. Yeah. And they were all our TV shows. Oh, yeah. So you just couldn't watch them all. But it was just, like, this funny thing. Of, like, for the most part, none of those shows, like, they were so episodic that it was, like, there was no fallover from, like, one episode to the next to the next to the next. Like, it was just, like, every week was, like, a new case. Not with Miami Vice. Right. No, Miami Vice actually had, like, a bit of a story arc. not with Airwolf. No, not with Airwolf either. They had, like, a story arc. That show had a purpose. Right. But it was just, like, this odd thing of, like, these shows, like, T.J. Hooker, and you'd be like, it'd it do something one week, and the next week, like, well, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. Well, what the fuck happened last <laughs> week? Yeah. Chips was like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, back then, in those types of shows, half an hour of that was just showing them going from point A to point B. Right, You know what yeah. I mean? So, you only technically got a half hour of them. Because the rest was travel time and commercials. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but it was it was like this oddball thing of like you know. The the worst was like in sweeps like you get to like sweeps month like so like February or March or uh, whenever sweeps I can't remember enough top May it was March May yeah? oh. um November and May that's it was it yeah you sure it wasn't March I'm positive maybe I'm thinking of March Madness never mind go ahead. But they, like Chips would always have that episode where it was like, "All right, we've got to get people to come and entertain us at the policeman's ball," you know. And Paunch and John would pull over like Johnny Carson, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'd be like, "Hey, you're Johnny Carson." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yes, I am," <laughs> you know. And they're like, "Hey, I won't write you this ticket if you'll do it at the policeman's ball." <laughs> oh, oh, sure. You know, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it'd be shit like that, like yeah. You know, like, like three major stars would be pulled over, like yeah. you know, by, by John and Paunch. And like, hey, you're Telly Savalas. <laughs> oh my know? god, Telly Savalas. You know, it'd be shit like that. <laughs> like, it'd be like, you know. Well, that's a name I haven't heard in years. Telly Savalas? Yes. Wow, well, there you go. Wow. I, yeah. I used to know somebody that would go to Vegas twice a year, and the big thing was going to see Telly Savalas. Oh. And they knew him, they talked to him all the time. Watching Telly Savalas perform <laughs> as a singer? Oh, that must have been dynamite. I'm not really sure what Ve- they were watching. Ve- I can just imagine, like, Telly like, coming out with the sucker and it, who loves you, baby? And then he gets into, like, you know, some sort of, like, like jazzy kind of, you know. Oh. 
That would have been traumatic. I know he released a couple of albums. Did he? Yeah. I don't know nothing about Tilly Sohomis, oh. except he was in Vegas. That's all I know. Oh, that must have been traumatic. That's like, you know, the epitome of, like, Vegas gluttony. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was going to go see Telly Savalas. That, that was her huge thing going out yeah. there. I got to go see Telly Savalas. It's time to go see Telly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> I you go, like, go enjoy that ball yeah. again. <laughs> I can just imagine, like, Telly, like, hey, you're back, baby. Come here, give Telly a hug. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he was a very peebly person. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell that just in the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so why were we talking about him? I was just talking about, like, him, like, him getting pulled over on chips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the end of the episode would be, like, the would be the policeman's ball. Yeah, right. And they'd be, like, you know, they'd come out dancing yeah. with, like, so, like some women yeah. highway patrol, like, yeah. in, like, very tight clothing. Yeah. Like, you know, you know. And then run credits. Yeah, and then they'd run credits. <laughs> it'd be, like, like, <laughs> it would it'd be, like, you know, Johnny Carson, Telly Savalas, and, like, you know, Lucille Ball, you know. Yeah. And they're all like, ah, it's Dancing a Monkey so we don't get a ticket, you know. <laughs> I can't believe I'm at this shitty policeman's yeah. ball. These days they'd be like, I'll take two tickets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, rack up them points, motherfucker. <laughs> like... Lion sack of shit. Because, goddamn, how many people would even mention that name? So. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. After that, like, we, we paused so that you could make a drink. And, and I had to go to the bathroom. And you're like, you know, if somebody would have told me I was going to do a podcast today. Showing her brought up Telly Savalas, that'd be called him a fucking liar. <laughs> I would. Like. <laughs> That's just, I never, like, when's the last time you ever thought about that name or even heard it? Not that long ago. I th- somebody posted a picture of Telly Savalas on, like, Twitter. Like, you know. What? Yeah. How bored were they? <laughs> Telly Savalas is, like, he's looked upon as a man's man. <laughs> I don't know if you realize that. I, mean, yeah. I don't know why. I, mean, you know, I get it to an extent. I mean, you know, he had that, that look about him, the bald head, the soccer, you know. Hey! You know, the whole thing. Yeah. But. How? She just headbutted me. I can't say I was a Kojak fan. Oh, you know what? But I love his appearance on Love Boat. I was not, but my mother loved Kojak. Oh, my God. What the hell is wrong with you? Wait, what was that show that I always ask you what the name of it is that was in Vegas that had that song with that Dennis? Oh, um, Crime Story. Crime Story. Yeah. There you go. Now, that was a good show. It didn't have Telly Savalas in it. No, but you were saying about good shows versus bad shows. Yeah. I'm trying to get off the Telly Savalas talk. I'm done with it, okay? I'm sorry. I have nothing more to say about him. Okay. <laughs> I am done for the next decade. <laughs> Try like the next whole life. <laughs> VC Nancy out in public. <laughs> Ask her about Tully Savalas. No, please don't. So, well, moving on then. Um, so this week was a big, big week for Star Wars. There was a big Vanity Fair 
article um, about you know the state of Star Wars essentially. They're, they're you know with Kenobi coming out next week. Ooh, Ahsoka next week? Talk, yeah, next week, yeah, Ooh. next Friday. Ahsoka has already started production. Mm. Um, the the uh, Andor show, I believe, is wrapped already, so that'll be coming out at some point. Um, all, all sorts of excitement for Star Wars from a TV standpoint, at least. Right. Um, so they, 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 they guess this is a big article about what's the state of Star Wars. When are we going to see movies again? Okay. Things of that nature. And um, do you tell? Well, the big, the bit, one of the big stories that came out of this was this is Kathleen Kennedy. She's the head of Lucasfilm, uh, and they asked her about Solo, which failed miserably at the box office. Right. It it just it was not it, it just didn't do well, and they're like, well, what are the lessons learned from Solo? And her lesson learned was we can't recast the original cast members. What? You know, because it's a young Han Solo movie. Harrison Ford's in his 80s. You can't... So they, they cast a young younger person. Oh, you mean recast the original yeah. into the new version. Or right. the, the origin. Right, like like going back and doing a a, hair, a a Han Solo origin story, they say was a bad idea because you re had to recast Harrison Ford, you had to re recast Billy D. Williams. Right. And I don't think that was the lesson. That should have been the lesson at all. They're like, yeah, oh no, we learned our lesson. We won't do this shit again. We learned the wrong lesson. Yeah. Like the the lesson honestly was that I think there were there were two factors that contributed to the downfall of Solo. Lesson problem number one was the backlash from the Last Jedi. That is the most divisive movie in Star Wars history. Mm -hmm. People hate that movie. They do with a a white hot passion. Hey, get out of there. Sabine being bad. Yes, yeah, sorry. But people hate that movie. Yeah. And there are people like me who love that movie. Mm -hmm. It is an extraordinarily divisive movie. And it came out December of that year. Right. And then May, you turn around and you release Solo. Right. So you already have this this hatred that people who were like, I will never watch another Star Wars movie again. <laughs> These you people can kiss my ass. <laughs> and they boycotted Solo. And there were people who were just like, another Star Wars movie? Already? <laughs> yeah. I I'm hmm. No, I can't do it. I'm I'm overloaded. Which I don't understand because we get three or four Marvel movies in a year. Yeah. But yet, two Star Wars movies yeah. within six months is overload. Yeah. But that, that's honestly, like, that's how people reacted to Solo. Yes. Now, after the fact, again, much like we were talking about with uh, 
something else the other one before drawn after the fact <laughs> I, I couldn't I, I was just wondering what the hand movement yeah, thing was, was that helping you it was it was yes <laughs> yeah that threw me sorry but much like Tron, like in the aftermarket, when people watch it on DVD or even later on on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. they're like, "Eh, that wasn't a bad movie." <laughs> yeah, it wasn't happen. I had the third problem. The third major hurdle it had was just the fact that it had so much bad publicity because the directors were fired. Ron Howard's brought in to fix it. Like, you know, how good can this fucking movie be? Why well, it wasn't half bad. It was, like, once you got over, and I, I, the first 10 to 15 minutes of that movie, I had a problem with somebody else trying to be Han Solo. Right, yes. But once I kind of got over that, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in. Like it, but it, for, it was a culture shock for me because Harrison Ford has been Han Solo my entire life. Right. You know? So, but once I got over that fact, once I kind of bought into like, okay, he's actually playing the character pretty well, mm-hmm. and got over it, it, you know, I still didn't know it was a great movie. And so, but Lucasfilm was like, oh no, we'll never do that again. Well, I can agree with you, but I would probably never watch that movie again in my life. Well, I've watched it a couple of times. Once was enough for me. But I, I agree with you, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't as bad as they were saying it was. Right. But what did you mean by they won't ever do that again? Like, they'll, they'll never do, like, and it's weird because they, like, they say this, but they're kind of doing it. Like, they'll never recast Luke Skywalker. But yet you're doing, like, deep fake technology and you have a, a, a stand-in for Mark Hamill. Now, Mark Hamill's on set and he, he'll... He'll perform the scene, and then the stunt, the, the 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 double does the scene, and then they they like like do a whole you know CGI thing with the face to make it look like right yeah. a younger look. I but like it, it's like I just I feel like you're taking away the wrong lesson here. Mm-hmm. The le- the lesson that you should have learned was you know may, maybe spacing. Like I I can't. It's just this, this weird thing of like I, I don't think there was a lesson to be learned. You just you pissed off your fan base. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. you know what? The fan base is so fucking toxic you couldn't help but piss them off anyway. <laughs> right. Is the most toxic fan base in all of fandom is Star Wars <laughs> it fans. It is. It is. Like you can't satisfy everybody. There's nothing you can do to satisfy everybody. Even like even stuff like Clone Wars and Rebels. Those those are. Damn near perfect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are some people like, oh, I'll, I'll nitpick the shit out of this. <laughs> they can't just enjoy it. No, not at all. Yeah. Enjoy the greatness. Yeah. If you think you can do better, have at it. So it's annoying to me that, like, Lucasfilm is like, well, we learned our lesson. <laughs> but what was the lesson, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, you should tweet that to them. Like, it, it should, like, if anything, if if anything, like the lesson needs to be, plan better. Oh yeah. Like in all honesty, like the sequel trilogy suffers from the fact that there was no plan. Mhm. And 
as great as I, as much as I enjoy the Last Jedi, I've I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's a square peg in a round hole. Correct. I've heard you say that several times. Yes. And because of that, the Rise of Skywalker suffers because it's trying to fix and make the continuity work, and there is no continuity. So you're trying to connect stuff that has no connective tissue whatsoever, and it just doesn't work. At the end of the day, the sequel trilogy fails because of a lack of a plan. Mm-hmm. You have to have a plan. Like, why does Marvel work? Well, Kevin Feige has a plan. Kevin Feige is saying he knows what the next ten movies are. Kevin Feige knows exactly what, how everything fits together. He is leading the charge, and he knows exactly what is coming next. Right. You know, Star Wars... They have the guys to do that now in Favreau and in, um, I can't believe I can't think of his name, uh, the guy from Pittsburgh. Shit, can't think of his name. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Like, those two guys need to be the guys that you say, you, 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 especially for John Favreau, because John Favreau could be a, a director in demand. You need to back up a Brinks truck to John Favreau and say, "You're our guy. You're 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 the leader of the team. You need to put together the stories. You need to, to map out Star Wars for the next ten years." Okay. He could do it. He he could. He him him and Dave Filoni are the two guys who should do this. You know because. I mean, Favreau, I mean, you know, The Mandalorian is his, his project, but he does it with Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni studied under the feet of George Lucas because he was the guy who did Clone Wars with George and then went on to do Rebels by himself. So he is close to George as you get without getting George. Right. So, again, like I, and I know I'm, fans of this show are going to be like, oh, he's beating the, that drum again. But it's true. Like, if you're coming on and you're saying this was the problem with Star Wars... With the movies, and we fucked up, fucked it up. Admit to what the real fuck ups are. Don't make. Oh well, Solo failed because we had somebody other than Harrison Ford in the role. No, uh, it didn't. No, uh-uh. that, I don't believe that for a second. Like not at all. Mm-mm. Well, it'd be the same as they said about some movie failed because of somebody's that they put in the role, and I'm like, well, he didn't write the script. <laughs> You know, you gave him a terrible script. Right. But you, 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 you can do that, though. Like you, you, uh, prime example. The, um... <laughs> what is the, with that? I don't know. <laughs> the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Ooh. Now, you, you read the books. Yes. You, you, you said right off the bat, the guy that they cast to be Dorian Gray was all wrong. Yes. I agree. So right off the bat, that move, the, no matter what, the, how, how good the script was, if the guy doesn't fit the role... Oh, I'm not saying the script was great. <laughs> right. But if the guy doesn't fit the role... Yeah. I mean, they made three of the fuckers. They, they, they made all three books mm-hmm. in the I'm movies. I'm aware. Right. But if the guy doesn't fit the role, like right off the bat, you're, you're killing a fan base. Right. You know? And, or, in this case, you're just a, a movie in general. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a shitty script, but Ryan Reynolds was, should not have been Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a fact that Jared Leto was in the running for that. And I'll tell you now, I think Jared Leto would have been a better Hal Jordan 
than um, um, Ryan Reynolds was. Yeah. So, like, you 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 can still miss completely miscast. I mean, as, no matter how bad the script is, you can still completely miscast something. Okay. And have it fail. Well, let me reiterate what I meant. I didn't mean to say that that never happens. Right. I'm saying sometimes that happens. Right. So I'm not saying that right. people aren't being cast for the wrong because it was a she. I'm saying there are instances where it's a good actor giving a shitty script, but they're blamed for it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm not okay. saying every okay. time. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there are times. I didn't mean to say every single time. Yeah, I mean, there are times where, like, you have a good actor where you're, I mean, you know, Jaws to Revenge, like, Michael Caine's in that thing. Michael Caine's one of the greatest actors of all time. <laughs> yeah. When asked, well, why did you make Jaws to Revenge? Because it bought me a house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a paycheck movie, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yep. Okay, thank you, Michael Caine, for your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's Mr. Kane, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we, we appreciate it. But, I mean, like, it, it's just, it's like, that wasn't the backlash from that movie. Like, it, there was so much other things that you could focus on as to what went wrong with Solo, like, that I don't understand why your focus is on, uh, well, we can't do this again. Right. We, we, we can't take an actor and make him one of the original characters. We, it's, it's OGs or nothing. Right. You know, and you're missing the mark. There are a lot of other problems that you could solve that fix everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the actor and, was and, not right. Them. I mean, and the worst part is you see it now, like with the Mandalorian and with Book of Boba Fett, and I'm sure we're going to see it with Ahsoka. Like, they have a plan. Yeah. There's a plan in place. Right. It, it, it fits together like Lego blocks, you know. Right. That's just what's frustrating. Oh, I agree with you. And, you, <laughs> and, you know, meanwhile, it's like, I'm happy because I'm getting content. I'm getting Obi-Wan. I'm getting an Andor Cassian movie or show in a few months after that. I'm going to get an Ahsoka Tano series next year. You know, like there's a lot to be happy for. Right. Like as a Star Wars fan, but there's also that thing that I'm missing about going to a movie theater, being in a, in a darkened theater, and watching it on a big screen. Right. Yes. Seeing like it, feeling that moment again. Yes. That's what I'm missing now. Right. Because it's been what four years since 20, 2019 was when uh. Three years, three and a half years since last the uh, Rise of Skywalker. I think it was twenty nineteen, December of twenty nineteen. I, I don't know. I think it was December of twenty nineteen when la the Rise of Skywalker came out. Because I remember going into the pandemic thinking, well, that was one of the last movies I saw in a theater. Was that the last one we saw in the theater? Before the pandemic, I no, I don't think it was the last. I don't think so either. But it was one of the last ones. We saw a few in that XD one in Monroeville for a while, right before COVID. Yeah. But I don't think Rise of Skywalker was the last one. No. So it's just it's that oddball thing of like, when do I get to see Star Wars in a movie theater again? Because as great as the TV shows are, and I enjoyed the hell out of them, Star Wars is meant to be experienced on the big screen. Oh, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. You know. 
just the sound effects alone. Right. And I mean, it's they like... sound but, like they're coming from all around you. Right. But the disappointing thing is, like, I feel like, for whatever reason, like, like they're just... Like, I hate to say it, but I feel like Lucasfilm, in a way... Like, it, it's funny, because, like, I, I, you sit there and you say, well, the success that they're having on Disney Plus says that they're doing well... But at the same time, their lack of movie content or knowing what they're going to do next in the movie theater tells me that they don't have they, that they're not doing well, right? You know, so it's a very confusing situation to me. Right. Yes. Confusion. 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 Confucius. Say no. What's that guy's name? Confucius. Confucius. Yeah. Say confusion. Confusion. <laughs> yeah. I agree. 100%. All of the above. All of the above. Okay. Mm. Um, that assessment checked all my boxes. Did it? It did. Okay. Good for you. I'm very satisfied with that. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, to satisfy a little wrestling... Oh, wrestling. So we, we watched Rampage today mm -hmm. from last from last night, which was recorded on Wednesday. And like the big brouhaha at the end mm. where Brian Danielson, who's a wrestler, got his leg trapped between the ring and the rampway coming up to the up to the ring. He did. Do you think that was a work? Or do you think that was real? Like do you think it was like that was planned or do you think it it was something that, that really happened? Do you want me to answer you before we looked on YouTube and saw the rest of the video or after? After. I think it was real. Yeah. That man's face was legit pain. Yeah. He was in pain. Because you watch him, and I watch him because he's one of my favorite. Right. He, that man was in pain. That was real. Because he wasn't showboating or not. And like, he was like, I need to get out off of this as soon as yeah. they got him out of it. But he was like... And the way he was reacting to it, if that was fake, like he would have just laid down and take taken all that shit. He would he couldn't he could not sit still. You could right. tell he was in pain the way he was moving and reacting. Right. His just his motions alone was yeah. I am trapped. And the way he grabbed them refs a couple of times, you're like, and, and yeah. then that guy came and started stomping on his thigh, and that ref was like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is real. Yeah. But I. It's kind of a scary situation because of, like, where it happened. Yeah. So. Like, it was a, it was one of those situations where AEW, for their their stage, they have an elevated stage. And usually, they have a, a ramp that comes down, you know, it, it, it ramps down. Well, apparently this arena was a smaller arena... And so they couldn't have the ramp come all the way down, so they just had it come straight out, and it came up flush against the ring. But there's a, there was a gap between the, the ramp and the Very ring. Very small gap. Right, and apparently in a like some sort of freak accident, there was a, a brouhaha taking place, and Danielson's leg went between the ramp and the, and the ring, and like and like just like oh you can only start it's like it's a freak accident like yeah. yeah that shit doesn't happen no and uh, 
apparently it was like that, like that for like about ten minutes. Yeah, because they ended the show because they ran out of time, but then right. they picked it up on YouTube. Right, and then like I mean, I think yeah, that they, was even, it was a while. Yeah, he was in there a while. Because originally, like the camera was like on one side, and like it cuts, and then he's over on the other side. So, like I think he was in there longer than the YouTube video shows. Yeah, I, and people in the arena, I I I was reading. Because they, they, not Thursday it came out that this happened. And people were posting videos and stuff. And they were saying he was in there. He was stuck like that for about ten minutes. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's... that's well, the problem is you can't push them away from each other. Yeah. And the other problem was is how many people were jumping and running out. Because there, there's a big freaking brawl going on. Right. They're not paying attention to him just laying there. And so between the ring and the ramp, how many people were on it, moving, jumping, and everything else, while his leg is stuck, being squished between two fucking pieces of metal that right. aren't supposed to be moving to begin with. Right. You know what I mean? So I was legit, like, legit. Why do I keep saying that? I was, like, honestly thinking this dude is going to, like, have a busted leg out of this. You could seriously tell that was real. Yeah. Because you know me. I know this shit's fake. I... I Except for stuff like that, or like the actual physical stuff that they do, but right. that that was you can't tell me that was fake. You can't. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I, I after, like it, to you, it's just it was a freak accident. Like I, you know this, and this is something that they've done in the past. They've used this setup previously, many many times. So it's not like something that's like it's like was the first time they tried something like this. They've, they've done it before. And it's just nothing like this has ever happened. Well, the other thing is, is I cannot see Brian Danielson doing something like that. Right. He's just does not seem like that type of guy. That's like, that's a good idea. Let's fake him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I honestly don't think he would have went for something like that. Right. So that's another reason I believe that it's real. Yeah. He is like super serious, dude. Yeah. He like he is like intense. You know. So no. Yeah, I just hope he's okay because I, I like watching him wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. And he likes to uh, kick a lot, so <laughs> he yeah. definitely needs his legs. I think he was starting to think he's gonna lose his damn leg. I don't think he was thinking that. Like but break I, it broken, not yeah. like off his body. You know what I mean? I just thought it was like. Maybe it was his knee, because like the way it was like sitting but there. But he still had his knee pad completely covering his knee. Right. So I wasn't. T- I was worried about right below the knee where it was like actually squeezed yeah. between the two. Yeah. That was an exciting moment for sure. Yeah. Yeah, almost excited. Almost as exciting as Wednesday's ending. Yeah. Yeah. So are you excited for the, the, the next AEW pay-per-view? I'm very excited. Are you? Am I? Like, I mean, honestly, are, are you? Like, like the look I, on your face was like... Because I'll be honest, I'm not. I'm excited for a few things, not the whole thing. Like, the only thing that they... like, And I hate saying this, because I love AEW. But the only match they've really properly promoted, or like, built up, is MJF versus Wardlow. No, because you got CM Punk and Adam Page. But that that doesn't, like... I don't feel like they've, they've done a good job of telling a story there. 
No, CM Punk does it for them. <laughs> no, but the, I don't. Th- I just I like it's just that match. In all honesty, I'm just not over the moon over. Oh no, I'm not saying that's the one I'm looking forward to the right. most. I'm just saying I think I'm gonna enjoy CM Punk taking the belt from Adam Page. Right, I get so that. I'm definitely gonna watch that one because it's I, gonna happen. But I just I don't think they've done a very good job of. Oh yeah, you're right. They didn't really promote that. The MJF and the oh God, I cannot wait to see that one. But I mean, I'm gonna be sad to see that one because I know what's coming. But um, who else is gonna be on it now? I mean, you've got that Serena. Whoa, 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 whoa! The Young Bucks and Hardys. Right. I'll take that. I'm excited for that because I, I, you know, me and Hardys, but I like the Young Bucks, so it's gonna be a fun one. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking over, like, the Serena, Serena Deeb against uh, Thunder Rosa for the women's title. Yeah. I, that that match should be very good, but again, they've done such a poor job of kind of building to that match. Um, do you think any of that has anything to do with Cody not being around anymore and Brandy? No. I don't. I, I don't, only because, like... Like, Cody's, Cody was involved, but I don't think, I don't think he has the influence, at that point, before he left, he didn't have the influence that he had a year before. Like, I know Tony Khan, like, really, like, condensed, like, okay, I'm creative. You know, I'm the guy that that figures this all out now. You guys have kind of screwed the pooch in a way. Um, I think Cody had creative over his own stuff, which is why some of it stunk. But I overall, like I, I don't think Cody Rhodes leaving because I mean, and all I want to say, like, okay, before Cody left, like, what was his deal? I have no idea. That was your dude. Well, I understand it, but that's the point. Like, I mean, he he wasn't doing really much of anything. He wasn't in a hot oh, I, I honestly don't know what he was doing behind the cars. I just right, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking like even on screen. Okay. Like he had that ladder match with Sammy, which was really good. Yeah, where the hell has Sammy been? Oh, he's around. He's annoying. Where? He was on. He, you missed him. He, he 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 destroyed the TNT title to get back at Scorpio Sky. Oh, that was that one I didn't watch. Yeah. Last Friday. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, I mean, it, like they've just. I think, like, from st- this is what the first pay per view I've gone into where I'm not excited for it in AEW because I just don't feel like they've done a good job of building the card. I'm not saying I'm excited for it, I'm just saying there's a few things that I'm right. interested in watching. Even like the, 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 the Jericho Appreciation Society against oh, the Blackpool Combat Club, and that should be like, you know, a barn burner of a match. And I'm just like, eh, we'll see. Did you see what did? Cause I'm a wizard and I'll throw a fireball in your face. Yeah. And put it on his side. <laughs> oh my god, I love him. Yeah, I don't. I like seeing Chris Jericho and um, his henchmen. Yeah. Um, especially eyeballs, but yeah. um, because you know he's just so freakily scared. Like this is like the this is like the um, the misfits he's got behind him. Yeah. Like, there is not one, like... Like, he's the guy. 
there's like usually you have like one or two people behind you like like Adam uh, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks you know what I mean right he's got misfits yeah that think that sports entertainers are gonna win against wrestlers every time like I mean especially eyeballs he's just freaky out right. there but he's so Chris Jericho's so entertaining. Now, who they're wrestling, I could care less about. It's just, he's just so entertaining to watch. Because, you know, some kind of shenanigan is going to go on. And right. it's fun to watch. But the other guys, who are they wrestling? Well, it's Moxley, Brian oh, Danielson, oh, Eddie Kingston, oh, Santana Ortiz. When is this pay-per-view? Next weekend. Oh, so I was going to say that feud's still going on. But if the pay-per-view's right then, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I get... Mm, yeah, I don't know. The Danielson thing is... But is he really going to write? You know, you, we don't know right. now. Like, I'm just... I, it's intriguing because, like, the only reason I bring it up is because, like I said, like, I mean, I've never been, like... This is the first time in a couple of years where I'm kind of like, meh. Yeah, and you know what, though? Like, I love Chris Jericho, and he's entertaining and everything, but I've noticed lately he's really getting his ass handed to him a lot, isn't he? Like, somebody is actually sticking a foot in that cocky mouth of his. Well, I mean, that's the point of, like, the character. <laughs> I, d- I get that. But it's like, what is, like, the showdown at pay-per-view going to be him overcoming all that? or? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like when, when, when AEW first started and, you know, when he was the champion and he had the inner circle. Like, I mean, there was that whole thing. I, I, I showed you a little bit of it. Yeah. Where, like, you know, in, in Pittsburgh, where, like, Cody broke the glass, mm-hmm. and they had the, the big, it fell out into the, the concourse, and, you know, you know, by God, not the dipping Dots, you know, but then, like, right. Jer- Jer- at the end of it, like, Jericho's like, I had a ticket, I have a ticket, like, you know, like, this whole, this whole right, thing, like, yeah. his character in these instances is, is meant to be, like, the buffoon. In a way, that gets his ass handed to him now and again. Okay. But you know, at the end of the day, like he, you know, his 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 trickery knows no bounds. Right. You know, like sure he gets his ass handed to him on Friday, but I guarantee you on Wednesday, you know, somebody gets a fireball in the face or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's that's the way it works. <laughs> but the best part about when he says that is the way he stares into the camera after he says it. He yeah. just Stands there and stares. That's like the. God, he's so fucking good at that shit. He cracks me up. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, if Danielson is wrestling in that, yes, I absolutely want to see that. The Thunder Rosa thing, like, as much as I like Thunder Rosa, I'm not, I'm done with that. I am so over that women's shit. Like, they could remove women's wrestling from AEW, I'd be like, great. Then you wouldn't have Britt Baker. Well, she would be with Adam anyway, so. She's no valet. She's no valet. She's not. No. Like, I mean, the problem... No, she's not. The problem is with that, like, like, and I, like, I applaud AEW for trying. Like, and Serena Deeb cut a great promo on Wednesday about, like, what she's gone through as a woman in professional wrestling. And she's right, and I, I you know, I, I can sympathize with her. But at the same time... Like, her and Thunder Rosa have the problem of the microphone is their biggest enemy. Right. You know, so you have these two women kind of cutting promos that shouldn't be cutting promos. Right. You know, and 
it, it the, like they've tried. They've, they've tried to listen to the fans say, "Hey, give us more from the women. Let them do their thing." And when they do, they pick the wrong women to do it. Right now, the problem becomes you can't have Britt Baker coming in to save the day. Right, you know. She's the best that they've got. Yeah. But you can't have her riding in and taking the title back. Right. You have to let somebody else carry it. But it's just, it's the, like, I look up and down that roster, I don't see anybody that you could put in front of, in front of a live audience and, you know, give them a microphone and give them five minutes to cut a good promo. Mm. Like, they're just not there. Right. And I don't know how to fix that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even the women I like to watch, like Chris Statlander. Yeah. She can't talk. No, definitely not that weird, crazy, annoying chick they brought in the other night. No, 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 no. Oh, my Lord. Like, I mean, you're probably, like, maybe Tony Storm, because mm. she had WWE training. Ruby Soho. Yeah, she. I don't like her, but she does talk well. Right. And she's good in the ring. Yeah. She's just freaking weird looking. But what do those two women have in common? Well, they both came out of WWE. They both... Oh, Jay Carlson. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. I don't care for her. No, neither do I. And again, like, she needs Mark Sterling next to her to kind of guide those promos. She needs somebody to put a pin in that balloon ego of hers. No. That's what she needs. Hopefully that's coming soon. <laughs> and one can only hope. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's the problem with the women's division in AEW is like it's it's stagnant because well, there's nobody to carry the banner except for Britt Baker. Well, what do you think the uh, main event is going to be at this pay-per-view? The MJF Wardlow? I don't know. No, so. it, it'll, it'll be... the. In, in, in AEW, I think that'll be the opener. In AEW, the, the the main event is always the world title. Oh, shit. I always almost forgot about that. That's right. That's right. CM Punk's going to win the title. That's right. That's right. Or better yet, Adam Page is going to lose the title and be shoo-shooed to WWE. Wow. He's not going to... His contract's not up. <laughs> this is... In my head, I'm fabricating this, and this okay. is what I want. He will lose the title, though. I I think he's gonna lose the title too. Now shut up, Jinxie. Jinxie. You're never right. Shut up over there. You keep saying that. CM Punk ain't gonna win, so quit saying that. Okay. Jinxie. <laughs> Sean always I we watch wrestling together. I give my and, theories. Yeah, he gives his theories, and ninety nine point nine percent of the time they're wrong. Yeah. Like. I will freely like, admit it. Like. Absolutely, Darby Allen is going to win that match. And he lost. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, your theory was right. The problem was when it was going to happen. Yeah. In what match. Right. Because it, it happened in the next match. Well, yeah, like with, with Britt. Like, you need to get in your time machine. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I can't tell you for, like, point zero 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 one percent you are correct. So why would I take your advice, or want you even saying anything, so you jinx it? Jinxies! CM Punk will win. Alright, well, that's enough wrestling talk. I'm sure we bored people enough with that. Well, unless they like wrestling, and they're out there going, no, 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 
That's yeah. not right. What about WWE? Yeah, that was not real. His leg was stuck in there fakely. Don't you watch the E? No, no. not really. I watch for Why Cody. Why would I? Darby and Jeff is over here. Why would I watch that? I, don't, I watch Cody and a couple other people in the, in the, the I Federation. I was going to say, you record it, so don't lie. You right, but I fast forward through a lot of it. Oh, yeah. That's whenever... Whenever Jeff was still there, once in a while I would record it, just fast forward and just look for Jeff. Here's the problem, though. Like, with, with WWE, it's amazing. Like, AEW, you watch a two-hour program. And you, in that two-hour program, you are probably getting an hour and 20 minutes, an right. hour and 30 minutes right. of wrestling. Right. In WWE Raw is a three-hour show. And I guarantee you, in that three-hour show, you get a half hour of wrestling. Oh, yeah? Like, they will literally, like, you will have somebody come to the ring. Like, they'll come, go to a commercial. They'll come back, and they'll have, have somebody do a ring entrance. And they'll be like, and we'll be right back. And they go to another commercial. And they come back, and you get the next person coming to the ring. And it's like... And this is a six-person tag, and I'll introduce like two more people, and we'll be back from a commercial. And you're like, like it, they did a six-person tag match That's as nice. a main event. They had 19 minutes left before the end of the show. Night commercial mm. breaks and everything. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is horrible. That is horrible. Like, they literally like, it's like. So long between yeah. matches. Like, if I was going there as a fan to watch a show, like if I was going to go see Raw live, I would be pissed. Cause you're not getting like there's backstage stuff. You know, the, the in-ring promo is a necessity out of in wrestling. I get that. You have a couple of those, but like matches are like five minutes. Like, I remember Raw used to be, like, you know, 15-minute competitive matches. Now they're, like, five, wow. seven minutes, you know. Wow. We got to get – we got a show to do. We got to keep us moving because entrances are far more important than fucking actual in-ring action. Wow. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. What is God. it like an entrance like Malachi Black every time? Sort like, like Cody's entrance – Oh, God, yeah, I didn't want to say Cody. But I'll tell you. Like, because I know you freaking adore that I kid. love Cody Rhodes. Don't get me wrong. And they indulge him. I mean, like, he comes out. He's got pyro. They <laughs> they must spend thousands of dollars. Wait, th does he still come up through the stage over there? No, he doesn't uh, anymore. Doesn't they, do that. They, well, because the stage, like, for WrestleMania, the stage was elevated. So he could do, uh, he could okay. do the rise up through. Okay. They did it one time on Raw, uh -huh. and no joke, they had him in this like little box, because the stage isn't elevated, so there's no way to bring him up through the stage, so they had this box that he was in, and they had a ramp coming off of the box, and he rose up out of the box, and it was the stupidest thing. Oh my god, but he was standing there like that, wasn't oh, he? Oh yeah, he, he, in the, high, in the, 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 the Homelander yeah. gear and everything, yeah, it was rough. So they figured out, well, this is stupid, we can't do this. So now, yeah, like, like, there's these, like, fireworks that shoot in the doorway. Then he comes through. And then he comes, like, part way down the ramp. And he does this, this whole lean back thing. And they've got just shit going off everywhere. Like, they must spend thousands of dollars on his pyro alone. Jeez. 
Must be nice to be Cody Rhodes. It must be. Or he's paying for it himself. <laughs> and then he, like, he comes down to the ring, and you know he's got to you know pat the 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 steps, and he get you know he gets in, he does his thing, and it's like like his entrance alone is fucking fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like I love the guy, but I'm like, dude, just get to the fucking ring. <laughs> yeah, like, and the people you would like to see. Like, do shit like that, like Darby. He's like, comes up, does this, and boom, he's in the yeah. ring. And you're like, wait a second, slow down here. Yeah. But, Great. like, it, it's shit. Like, then they'll go to a commercial. I was going like, to say, when does the commercial factor in? Yeah. Like, during his entrance? Yeah, like, like, yeah. Cody Rhodes has a big match next. And, you know, you have to. You know, and then here comes the Miz. You know, you're like, oh, oh God. Oh, yeah. God. So, I mean, it's like shit like that. <laughs> and it's like, like, no wonder people hate this product. Yeah, yeah, that's, I will actually straight up not watch something if it's like full commercials like that. Yeah, like, it's annoying. Yeah. Even if I have a DVR. I mean, between that and the, and the fucking, the way that the, they, they cut the, sh- like, matches are like, you know, it, it's like, Shot, cut, shot, cut, shot, cut, shot, cut. Oh, and you're just like, oh, because you keep cutting away you're from right, shit. Right, Just give me the long shot and let me watch the fucking match. Right, yeah, I hate when they do that. And I also hate whenever they're like, in their, like, wrestling or a little hard side and they're cutting to the audience. I don't want to see somebody's reaction. I want to have my own fucking reaction. Take me back to the actors so I can oh. see what they're reacting to. But sometimes, <laughs> just sometimes... That reaction is priceless. Okay, I'll give you that. Like in, once in a great while. And yeah. Friday, on on, on uh, the Friday SmackDown, uh-huh. they were having they were unifying the tag team titles because they have a Raw champions and SmackDown champions. Okay. And the SmackDown champions were the Usos, and you know they're down there with their their cousin the 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 world champion Roman Reigns. Okay. And <laughs> the Reigns. the Raw champions were Randy Orton and, and Riddle. Well, the Usos won the match. Then they beat the hell out of Orton and Riddle. They put him. They put uh, Riddle through the table. They, they they destroyed Randy Orton. And they're cutting to the crowd, and there are children in tears. Oh! And it was tremendous. Oh my god! Like these children. Like there was a father like hold, like turning the child's head away. And like there's no blood. There's no like this is not. The, the, the violence that was taking place was nothing that I would consider like abnormal, even for WWE. But children were in tears yeah. over this. And I was just like, "This is tremendous." Oh my god, you're sick! And look at that smile on your face, man. You're, there's something wrong with you, Master Anakin. What are we gonna oh do? Oh my god, would you shut up? Snap this! I'm gonna walk away. Uh. That's you're sick, man. Yeah, well, I hate children. That's why I don't have any. No comment. I prefer dogs. And cats. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm, I'm sure this entire conversation will get a... It's a fake gif from our good friend Stork. So. I'm looking think? forward to that. Because well, he, he hates professional wrestling and will remind you that it's, it's, it's fixed. Oh, okay. We all know it's fake, Stork. I'm not, I'm not 
not saying well I wouldn't say fixed but um, it's definitely scripted it's scripted I know yeah we're, we're well aware of the fakeness of the wrestling world yeah but well, thanks I, for the reminder yeah, buddy but I hate to tell you when they're standing on top of those ladders flipping off it onto fucking chairs that shit's real yeah okay that shit hurts you can't fucking fake that shit yeah now like Wardlow taking them things he actually had marks on his back from it yeah I'm not saying it hurt or didn't hurt him I'm just saying he was actually getting hit by that thing yeah he got whipped with a belt but I mean he's a big man he can yeah. take it what is her deal she wants treats oh okay sorry so let's wrap it up. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, dear? No, sir. I, um, I'm sorry I bored you. but um, No, you're fine. Uh, it did not bore me at all. Thanks for uh, inviting me while Ian is ill, and I hope he is uh, good enough for next oh. week. Thank you for graciously stepping in. Graciously. I stumbled down the stairs in a half, half sleeping stupor. <laughs> well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Uh, you can send us an email. And our email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And we are also a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us in the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Just give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. See ya.